Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Hockey, yeah, yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome into a special edition of Judd's Hockey Show with a side of Declan. We uh, come to you today because we're about to talk to uh, wild defenseman Matt Dumba, who, who of course it has become very involved in uh, community issues in light of what's been going on, not just in the Twin Cities community in recent weeks, but also the world. Um, Matt is part of the Hockey Diversity Alliance, and also uh, we would like to ask him some questions. And Will, about what uh, the impending return of the Wild. But, Dex, I, I just go back to the point, hockey-wise, that this is a guy who I think is, is you know, definitely a threat from the blue line offensively, mm-hmm. but had uh, six goals on 167 shots last year. And one would think that with the uh, season potentially resuming in the summer, but it's going to be very different and or just coming back in 2021 that uh, Matt Dumba's luck, at least offensively from the blue line, has to change. Absolutely, man. I mean, the guy's been snake-bitten. That, that enigma of shooting percentage, Judd, don't you got you got to understand what is uh, sustainable and what's unsustainable. It's like 3.6 or something and, and, like and that, And poor right? Matt. Yeah, I mean, the guy, I can't wait to talk to him about it because i got to imagine it's been eaten away a little bit at him. And I know a lot of hockey players don't show that emotion, but Dumba seems like a guy that I wouldn't be surprised at all if he if he knows that he could have put a lot more in the net, and it probably doesn't weigh in. So I'm excited to talk to him. And here is our discussion with Wild defenseman Matt Dumba. Let's just talk about what the recent weeks have been like for, for you with all that's gone on, not just here in this town, but the world, and and how, how much it's uh, you know awakened people and awakened you to to the issues that are going on in our world right now. Yeah, it's, it, I think it's been eye-opening for a lot of people. Me specifically looking at you know, what I do in the community and how I help those who are in need and um, me kind of trying to redefine myself and, you know, using my platform to, uh, you know, amplify the voices of others, you know, people who don't really get a voice in all of this. Um, it's kind of, you know, pushed me and kind of inspired me to uh, to want to do more. So, um I had a lot of talks with friends and family over this uh, over this two weeks, and you know it's it's been some really cool stuff, really inspiring, and um, I hope that uh, this kind of this buzz right now around everything um, doesn't die down and people don't forget. Matt, I, I saw it was announced that you've launched a fundraiser for the Lake Street Council to help re- rebuild some of those businesses, and you'll also be matching some donations up to $100,000. Can you uh, talk a little bit more about the fundraiser and, and what it means to you? Yeah, um, for me, it was, uh, you know, sitting in Calgary, you know, 2,000, however many miles away, 
um, and, and, you know, kind of feeling that helplessness and wanting to help out those people that, uh, you know, have kind of welcomed me with open arms. Um, you know, I work with ACEs. You guys know that in, in the community. Um, athletes committed to educating students. And um, a lot of those riots are around the schools that, uh, that I go and visit. And, you know, so I'm scared for the kids. I'm scared for, you know, everyone. You know, you're already going through some really tough times with this pandemic. And then to, uh, you know, have the kind of the, the, the huge tragedy of losing um, George Floyd and it being the inevitable, you know, boiling point of everything that's um, happened in, you know, it, the many years that this has been going on, but how it's really been escalated over the last, last five. Um, and it just comes to a boiling point where, you know, you, people are pushed into this type of oppression and um, have their backs against the wall and have so much wrong done against them that it's just a breaking point uh, and really is seen as inevitable for me. Um, and it's just it's sad that our society had to come to this point to, you know, hopefully really ignite real change. But, you know, that's, that's the side I'm standing on right now. And that's, I, I'm prepared to be on the front lines of that. Um, working towards, you know, a better world, better society, better, um, you know, eradicating racism from hockey. There, there's a number of things that, um, you know, I want to help out on. And, um, you know, hopefully it's just one day at a time, you know, chip away and you know, stay true to that process. And Matt, how, how disturbing was it also um, to see this unfold and, and not just – in this country, but in the town in which you play, how how tough was that to watch from Canada to, to see places that you knew and, and a town that you know, as you said, you've done a lot in this community for a long time. That the epicenter of all of this was actually here. Well, yeah, that's the that's the thing, man. Um, if I was back in Minnie, I, I could see it. I, I would be able to see everything unfold from my apartment. So, hmm. um just kind of me kind of put it in perspective and kind of, you know, live through some of my friends and, uh, you know, people I call family back in, in Minnesota, um, live through them while they're going through it. And, you know, they, they've been down to the riots, to the protests, um, seeing firsthand what's going on, um, you know, and then also on the flip side, helping out with, the rebuild and, you know, JT helping pass out groceries and um, cleaning up the community. I've got friends who are, a lot of friends who are passing out water, at peaceful protests, um, just little things. Um, so I was, I was just inspired with what those guys are doing. And, you know, I just, I just felt like I, I could do more. So that's, uh, that's where this whole initiative came up with. And, and my little brother, um, open out and, and, you know, thinking of a great idea to make a pair of custom shoes. And um, he's got that artistic skill. So it's kind of cool to see how our family and my MGT, um, just how we kind of took this all up. And now it's, uh, it's finally here. Matt, when someone, whether it's a teammate 
or, or a family member or a friend, th- they might come up to you and, and they ask, you know, I, I don't really, I don't understand this movement. I don't understand why, why this is such a big deal. And I know that that's a small group of people, but what is your response when someone comes up to you and, and they say, ask you something like that? Oh, uh, that's a tough one. Uh, where do you start? Um, you know, if, if you really want to know and you, and you want to dive, in, dive into that, I think people, it's easy enough to, you know, look through your social media, easy enough to go through the internet, see, see some stuff, read, read some, um, some great stuff that, you know, human rights activists and, and people are saying right now uh, about the situation. Um, for me, um, for me, it's just, you could, you can just see it. it it's the body, the number of black lives that have been taken for, for what? It's, literally like watching George Floyd like all of this could be prevented so um, seeing that and just seeing knowing myself the um, economic difficulties that my parents uh, went through to get me to play hockey um, you know to see some of the, the racial injustice you know like that my family's had to deal with over the years in all walks all races um, just because my family's pretty crazy in that in that sense, um, you know that's why I'm standing up for for this and, and really really trying to make a stand because um, it's just been it's been going on too long. The fact that you know mm-hmm. racism is so prevalent in our society today is it, it, kind of mind blowing to me. So um, to those people, it's just you got to put yourself in someone else's shoes sometimes and see it from a different perspective. And then maybe you wouldn't be asking me that question. And Matt, how, how far does the sport of hockey have to go in that area too? We've certainly seen uh, stories before this, though, in recent months about it. And how much can your hockey diversity alliance, that you're going to be part of that uh, seven-person group, how much can that help make strides too? Because it definitely sounds like there is a subculture in hockey that needs to address address um what we have seen from some in the sport yeah there, there's racism in hockey I, I think you'd be naive to say to kind of beat around the bush and say that there's not you know from the moment i was 10 years old i had these kids saying you know they learned racial slurs or saying something to you and i felt that all the way up until junior and probably just laid off once i got to the nhl so um, I think our big thing from the HDA is, you know, teaching, teaching, um, teaching kids right from the start, um, you know, setting policies that, you know, Hockey Canada or maybe Hockey USA uh, will adopt and having the NHL support that as well. So I think that's one of our first steps that we'd like to make. Yep. Um, I guess you'll see that maybe hopefully in the next coming weeks. Um, but yeah, you're, you're taught, <laughs> you're taught how to, uh, to feel this way or have that hate or speak a certain way. Little kids just aren't running around. You're not born a racist kid, you know, and some kids who are using these slurs might not even be, be racist. They might just have heard it and they're trying to fit in because yeah. that's what hockey culture, that's sometimes what hockey culture does. And that subculture that you're talking about is, you know, you're on, you're on a team of 20 what can I do to fit in with other dudes and be funny on the team, you know, and that's where it's got to stop. So 
uh, I think it's uh, it's preaching that to our youth and, and starting with grassroots hockey and making it more affordable. Um, there's a lot of things that uh, HDA is going to do, and we seriously think we're going to want to you know change the game, change our society. So hopefully, in like 10, 20 years, you know, minority players coming into into the league are looking back and just going right and saying to themselves or reading about stories that guys have went through on their way to the NHL, the guys, the pioneers who, you know, went through that stuff so they could all be there now and they didn't ever have to face something like that. So I think that's the end goal is just eradicating racism all, all in general from our game. So is your experience now that you don't hear slurs? I, I mean, you know, not, not to talk for uh, people who play in the league besides you, but has that basically at least once you got to the pros, did that basically stop from your experience? Yeah. In, in my, in my experience. Yeah. I know there's been guys who face some stuff. Um, and you know, there's little things said all the time that could be taken one way or another, but, um, at the, at the same time, uh, I believe everyone at that point, you know, we're all, we're all grown as men. And uh, if you don't know right from wrong by the time you're in the national, uh, you got another thing coming. So, <laughs> yep. like, I, 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 for any of those guys, I, I just feel sad for them that they got to look through those lenses every day and they see the world in in, in that way. Because you know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool people out there. There's a lot of great things, great countries, um, races, nationalities, countries. Like you're missing out. Matt, I know your your cause that you launched, uh, the Hockey Diversity Alliance, is independent of the NHL. It looks to focus on outreach in the community, and as you, what you kind of mentioned beforehand. But is the goal too to get maybe the Wild and then obviously the NHL as a whole on board with what you're trying to do here? Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, I want to ensure in, in, in the class initiative in RebuildMinnesota.com. Um, I'd love you know, the support of as many people, uh, you know, as I can get for this. I just want to help assure that the funds, you know, make an actual difference because, uh, you know, it's just a, what they what they have right now is just a kind of a drop in the bucket of what it's going to take to actually rebuild that community. We're, we're talking millions and millions of dollars. Um, so I'm just trying to put a, put a little bit of a dent in that. And then as far as the HCA, us being um, independent, um, I think that's just so we can, we can just write our own narrative, you know, so we, we can address it. I think there's, you know, the group of guys that we have, the nine dudes right now, um, no one can tell our story better than we can. Is that, that's how we feel. Um, guys who have gone all gone through stuff firsthand. So um, we just didn't want anyone to speak for, for us. And, um, but at the end of the day, we know, um, we know working with the NHL is, you know, is, is, Ideal is necessary. We like we have we we want to work with NHL more than anything mm-hmm. um, because we know what difference uh, we can really make when when we all work together. So um, to reach as many people as we want to reach and, and make the differences that we want to do, um, we have to work hand in hand with NHL. Are, are you excited, Matt, to uh, get back and play summertime hockey, starting with that potential qualifying round against the uh, Vancouver Canucks? Yeah, I've uh, been on ice the last couple of days. Been skating, uh, been skating, uh, 
it didn't take it easy this first this first bit to kind of uh, get my legs back into it. But uh, no, I, for sure, I, I'm excited to ramp it up. If we're going to do this, uh, you know, I don't want it to be a waste of time or nothing. So I'm going to put everything I have into this, make sure we go and uh, try to get a long run here, and, you know, get past the Canucks and then on to the abs. So uh, I'm going to do whatever in my power to uh, you know, keep this thing going. Man, I know this has been a unique circumstance with this play-in tournament, and there's round robins and the draft lottery. You know, there's so many working parts, but just when you're looking at all of, of the possible play-in tournaments and unique formats of expanding the playoffs, let, let's say down the road that maybe this is part of the NHL where there's play-in tournaments and whatnot. Is that something that you would be a fan of going forward? Um. Nah. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, I'll no, you're good. Uh, no, like I think this is good uh, in the circumstances, but no, you got you gotta. There has to be the grind of you know 82 games and um, the seeding process. I would like a one to eight seeding process um, back. Um, I think I think it's team. The teams play as good as they do throughout the regular season. They deserve that uh, that advantage. Um, whereas the the setup right now is just kind of trying to play into rivalries and uh, other stuff that they don't got going on, I guess. But um, nah, I, I think I think that long grind is uh, is is all about it. Man. Um, uh, you know, it, it's hard to make it through a full NHL season. Guys know that and to be to be an Iron Man and kind of have that longevity and make sure your team stays at that level throughout the year. Um, I think that's a testament to a true champion once you uh, once you make it all the way to the cup. So I, I would want to see any play-in tournament. Cup champion asterisk or no for this year? I I said it on CSN with Jay and Dan, and I'll say it again: if the Wild win. There's no asterisk on the champion. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> Sorry, man. You can't have it both ways. If you got the asterisk, you got no, it. <laughs> no, 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 no. And if the, so who else? I don't even know who. I'm not going to watch hockey after. It's a while. It's a while they're out. So don't matter to me. Oh, funny. Hey, last thing <laughs> for for you. I I watched um a ton of your games last year and and there is an incredible statistic involving you that i speak that i think speaks to some years it's your year and some years it's not that is the fact that you took 167 shots on goal and only scored like six goals um not not that you were pleased to see play stopped but how much were you looking forward to putting the 2019-20 experience behind you because because to be I, I guess for lack of a better term Matt as snake bitten as you were offensively is really remarkable. Yeah, if you would have counted, it's it post counted hockey. I would have I would have <laughs> dropped forty last year. Yeah, but uh, so that's not the way she goes. When, you know, guys have seasons like that. I, I didn't re- realize um, how hard it's going to be. Uh, well, I, I think I knew, but, you know, you're putting so much energy, so much time into uh, just recovering and, and, you know, making sure I was making sure my pec was good. Uh, it is, you know, most serious injury of my uh, my career. And 
um, a pretty crazy injury to have in hockey. So uh, to make sure I was fully healed for that, it was just just kind of a mental game I was playing with myself all year uh, and just trusting that I was uh, I was good to go. But definitely at the end of the year, uh, I was feeling myself coming to my own and, and feeling like I was back to uh, to back to where I was. And I, I know I can play uh, play good, really good hockey. So I'm not uh, I'm not even really too worried about it. Uh, I, I want to get back and show show people what I what I can do. And, uh, yeah, you're right. Kind of put that in the past. Yep. Pectoral good now. Arm fine. Yeah, arm's good. Good. So, Thank you, sir. Love to hear that. Love that. We'll expect some slap shots, man. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate the time. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.